Well, it's my pleasure this morning to have up here the Cunningham family. We are closing our series, This Is My Story, which has been um, a wonderful series as we've brought people up to share a little bit some of the ways in which they've seen God as a family, followed God uh, as individuals. Uh, And this morning on this family service this weekend, we wanted to invite a family up to share a little bit about what it looks like to follow Jesus as a family. So Cunninghams, thank you so much for being up here, letting us put your life under a microscope. We are glad to have you up here. And I've had the pleasure of knowing the Cunninghams for four years my entire time here at Holy Trinity. But some people in the audience have not had that pleasure. So would you be willing to share a little bit about yourselves? How long have you been at Holy Trinity? And kids, what grade are you in? What is something fun that you like to do? Sure. Good morning. Thank you, Caleb. Um, So I'm Jason Cunningham. This is Alice. We've been married for 15 years this coming Thursday. Um, We started coming Holy Trinity 15 years ago. So right when we got married, we joined this community and started worshiping here. I'll let the kids tell a little bit about themselves. Hi, my name is Brown. I'm 13. I'm in the eighth grade, and I like to play sports, surf, fish, and I'm also learning guitar. My name is Sadie. I'm 10. I'm in the fifth grade. I like to do gymnastics, soccer, swim, and do art. I also love school. I'm Hardy, and I'm second. I'm seven, and I am in the second grade. I like to surf, fish, play sports like football, and also games like ping pong. I also like to be out in nature. Well, again, thank you so much for being up here. So 15 years, that's a a chunk of time. Uh, You guys have gone, uh, seen a lot of different seasons since you've been here at Holy Trinity. Can you share a little bit about your experience over that 15 years? What's it been like? Some things have obviously changed over that time. Absolutely. Um, so we started out as a young married couple, um, and we, we were trying to be intentional about finding a community that was gospel-focused, where we could be fed, and where we could um, serve. And so we think God really led us to Holy Trinity through, through prayer. Um, and so right off the bat, we were hearing God's Word every Sunday. And we were able to get plugged in right off the bat in, um, in a lot of different ways. And what that allowed us to do was meet other Christians in uh, different stages of their lives. Um, and they were modeling sort of Christian marriage and Christian um, life. And so we really feel like that gave us a solid foundation for our marriage and for our family to, 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 uh, to grow. Well, one of the things that uh, I've seen over the past four years is that faith is a huge priority in y'all's life. Uh, Life, we all know, is really crazy and hectic. How have you uh, kept faith a priority through the midst of the craziness of life? Well, it really started in our premarital counseling. The minister that married us um, really encouraged us to... um, to, to, to find a gospel-focused church, and he said, go there and don't go and consume, but go get involved. And so he also said, you're going to feel pulled away by the world. So you're going to be constantly feeling pulled away. So 
he said to find things that people are depending on you for, mm. right? So, so you, you sign up and they're expecting you to be there. Mm. And so it's sort of a simple thing, but we, um, we just made that a priority. And we found that um, as the kids have, have come along, we've committed to bringing them to things and, and making sure we just show up, a simple thing like just showing up. And so for us serving like in the youth group in the early days and, and um, serving teaching in Trinity kids, we've seen the impact that had on other kids. And so we want our kids to be a part of that. Mm. I love simply showing up positions you to receive what God might have for you. Uh, I think showing up is just an important component. I know, Alice, you show up a lot to Bible studies. That's been a really important theme within your life. Can you share about why Bible studies have been so key and why they've been an anchor for you uh, as a mom of three kids? It's just, um, it's really easy for me to get caught up in just all the day-to-day -day tasks. So I do feel that, it, that showing up and being intentional about it gives me the accountability I need to stay in God's Word. It's also really encouraging to hear from other moms and families that they could be going through the same struggles that we are. That's good. Brother Brown, I want to direct this to you right now. I know you do a lot of involvement here at Holy Trinity. Can you share some of the ways that you've been involved and maybe one thing that you've learned about yourself or why you've enjoyed serving in these different ways? Well, I've really enjoyed being like a scripture reader here and also acolyting. In the summer, I was able to serve as a leader for the camp kids, um, Trinity Kids on Mission. And some of the reasons that's been really fun is just because it gives you a new perspective to be participating mm. in the service rather than being on the outside kind of looking in. Mm. It gives you a really new perspective on it. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Well, I know faith is something that you really care about here in the context of Holy Trinity. You guys show up to a lot of variety of ways. But what I think is amazing is that faith spills over into uh, all areas of your life, even outside of Sunday, even outside of the church events here and there. Sadie, I know that uh, you've been heavily involved in a thing called New Life Camp, which is a, north, a camp up in North Raleigh. Can you share a little bit about your experience there? What have you done? Um, every day there's a 30-minute Bible time, two times a day, and um, we sing songs, and um, the counselors teach you stuff, and it's just fun to be around them. Well, is there a person at New Life Camp that really kind of sticks out in your mind, uh, an individual that really poured into you, and uh, what's one thing that they may have uh, encouraged you to do or inspired you to live, how they may have inspired you to live differently? Um, there's a counselor named Anna. She taught me that you can put post-it notes everywhere with um, verses on them so you can memorize them. And when you're struggling, if one comes to mind, it can help you. That's great. <clears throat> I love hearing that you're doing that. Well, <clears throat> one of the things that uh, I just get the picture of is uh, so often in life we become who we're around. The people that we surround ourselves with shape and inform who we are. Um, and I think that plays into kind of the decisions that we make. And Hardy, I know that singing plays an important role in your life. Christian music playing uh, is something that brings you a lot of delight. Uh, is there a song that you've been singing recently that... Um, you've really loved and uh, has been, the Lord's been bringing to mind time and time again? A song that I like to sing is Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. We listen to Christian music a few days a week in the, in the car or around the house. It sounds pretty to me and I just like it. 
That's great. Would you be willing to give us a little solo here and now for the group? Okay. No. Maybe you could pick up his mixtape in the back after <laughs> this interview. Um, <clears throat> there's a sociologist from Notre Dame University, uh, Christian Smith, who talks about music as one of the key ways to pass on faith to the next generation. Alice, is there an intentionality in the way that you use music at home? Uh, how often are you playing music? Why are you playing music? We play, we pray, we, we play praise music pretty often in the house. Um, when I'm cooking or cleaning, I like to have it on. It helps just to keep us calm, and um, it just pours God's word in us without even really knowing that, that we're doing it. Mm. So you guys are showing up, you're surrounding yourself with Christians, you're playing Christian music, really trying to shape the path that you as a family are walking on. Are there any other practical tools that uh, you all have uh, done throughout life or more recently that have helped you in your faith journey? Looks like you have the microphone, Hardy. Uh, would you like to share something? <laughs> Last year during school, we had a devotion time every single morning, and somebody read the verse, somebody wrote the verse, and somebody prayed. So as a family, you uh, would have devotional time in the morning, someone reading a scripture, praying, writing that down? Yes. That's great. Sadie, what about you? Any things <laughs> that you stick out about uh, how your parents have uh, raised you just so beautifully in the faith? They've been perfect parents. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> well, um, we pray every night together. <laughs> Every, yeah, every night together, and they give thanks for me and my gifts and pray that I will grow closer to God. That's great. <laughs> Alice, was there anything that you intentionally did when the kids were younger uh, to try and foster faith in their life? Yes, when the kids were younger, we would read the storybook Bible to them um, pretty much on a regular basis, and we found it to be a really good book because it tells the story of God's relationship with his people, and it always points the kids back to Jesus. Mm. It's great. Uh, we try and read that to Hallie now as well. She uh, loves to find individual pictures uh, in the book as we uh, walk through some of that text. Mm -hmm. Jason, I'm curious, as a father, how do you think about kind of raising the family and the faith? Is there a specific discipline that you really treasure and try and implement on a daily basis uh, in, the life of your, in the lives of your kids? So I, I think praying is the most important thing we can do. And so we as Sadie mentioned, I try to pray for them and with them every night, um, just recognizing that God's in control, um, that we're imperfect. Um, I tell them that too. <laughs> you know, that I'm not doing a good job at this, but you have a heavenly Father that is, and and just showing them, um, you know, trying to model that relational aspect of God wants to hear from us, and um, so I think praying is 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 just so important. So Jason and Alice, on a kind of grading scale, F to A, how would you rate your parenting? You know, it's, it's a, it would be a pretty strong C plus, I think, <laughs> would be where we are. Um, you know, we, um, like I mentioned, we're just, we're doing what we can. We know God is the perfect one. Mm -hmm. We know that, um, and, and I think that's an important thing for them to know, as I said, is just that we're not the ultimate, you know, we're just people, broken people too, and we need God. And so that's, um, 
but I think C plus is a fair mm. grade probably for us. I, I'm curious, do you, how do you model like apologizing to kids? Do you do that as parents when you mess up? I, I do. I try to. I'm sure I've missed a few apologies along the way. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you find yourself getting um, upset or angry and not, you know, losing control of your emotions at times. And so I think it's important to come back and say, you know, that was, you know, that wasn't right. Mm. What, what I did wasn't right there. And so um, we try to do that. Yeah. I, I'm not perfect at that even though, I'm sure. Because you guys are trying to basically model that Christian walk for your kids. Right. and. Thanks for real humility to posture to apologize to your kids in some way, but I think there's um, a real Christ likeness in going about that. So even though they said they're C plus parents, I do want to toot their own horn a little bit. You guys did an incredible thing of actually bringing someone over from uh, Belarus, correct? Belarus, correct, uh, for a, a stint here in the United States. Can you tell uh, them about that experience? Why you brought Ira over? Um, We'll just start with that. Sure. Yeah, so we, um, this was two years ago, Easter of 2019. Um, we normally go to my sister's house, but some things happened, and we, we ended up at Alice's dad's house, and there was a lady there that um, runs a ministry here in Raleigh called Overflowing Hands, and one of their main, lots of things they do, but one of the main things they do in the summers is bring over children from Belarus to give them a period of, of rest out of the, it's a high radiation area from Chernobyl. And um, she had a couple of kids that were approved to come, but didn't have a place to go. And so she kind of came right at us, like, hey, you look <laughs> like a good family that might, might want to do this. And so we, we had a quick decision to make. We prayed about it. We decided that we would do this. Um, it was somewhat of a struggle to decide it because our, we had people going to camps at different times and vacations planned and all sorts of things going on. So it really wasn't um, really a good fit at the time, but we just felt like God was calling us to do that. Um, Ira was a little girl Sadie's age. She was ear, uh, hearing impaired, so um, they didn't find that out until she was Four, and so she had a speech impediment as well in her native language. And so everybody had told us, it's not so bad. You can really understand them through Google Translator, right? You let them talk into the Google Translator, and it'll tell you what they're saying. Well, Google Translator didn't pick up on her because she didn't talk right, right? She didn't, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so we had a little bit of a communication issue with Ira, um, but we found that uh, playing and fun and laughter and you know th that just kind of breaks through a lot of barriers just loving each other and mm -hmm. having a good time so that's great yeah I want to hear from experience. your perspective kids Sadie Hardy and Brown what was that experience like for you all well um, it was really nice having Ira as a part of our family but we also fought over attention <laughs> you fought over attention classic <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was hard sharing a bed in a room with her, and it was hard to understand what it, what she wanted to do. <laughs> but it was fun. In some ways, it was hard, but mostly it was fun. Uh, we kind of got to have, like, a fourth sibling to, like, play with and do our games with, but we also got to provide new experience for, for her, like, going to the beach, so that was really fun. 
Well, <clears throat> currently I only have one child. I can only imagine what it's like to go from three to four for a season. Alice, can you share a little bit about uh, what that experience was like for you, kind of uh, probably rounding up all the troops, and how did faith inform that decision for you uh, to, to bring over Ira and invite her into probably the chaos of your family? <laughs> Yes, it was definitely a big change going from three to four, um, and like Jason said, we had all of our summer plans made, and um, hosting ERA just didn't fit logistically, but um, being will just being willing and open to what God would have us do can be a huge blessing, and I know we're not always in that frame of mind and often missed his promptings, but this time we were receptive and were able to hmm. do it. I love that. You guys just... This wasn't part of the plan, but God dropped it in your lap, and you had the courage to say yes. I feel like sometimes uh, when we're in our own worlds, we don't think about, um, have the imagination for what God might uh, do to expand, how we might expand some of the ways that we know him or interact with uh, people in this world. But it's just cool to hear uh, the way that you uh, responded in faith. Now, Brown, you all chose as a family this Romans 12 passage. Can you share why you chose it? What's something that sticks out to you about it? Well, we chose this passage because we think it really represents, like, being part of a team and being ready to serve, and we thought that's kind of what, kind of what we try to do. We try to be ready to serve wherever we, wherever we are. We try to be ready to serve and be a part of a team together, so... Mm. I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Brown. Well, I want to just ask, Jason, are there any words of wisdom that you have for families, any encouragement, any practical application before we close? Um, well, I would say just, just being present and showing up. I mean, in, so, in some ways, it feels like a little bit of a low bar. <laughs> but sometimes it's hard just to do that. I mean, there's times where... I just, we just don't want to go to whatever it is, to community group or to this thing we're, we're supposed to do. And what I found is when you do it, uh, it's a blessing. You know, it's, it's like, why was I even hesitating to do that? Um, and so I would say that's one thing. And just understanding that it, you know, it, it's messy sometimes and it's hard and you're not going to do things perfectly. Um, and that sometimes the biggest blessings are in the smallest, you know, they are in the times where you didn't feel like doing something and all of a sudden God does something that you weren't expecting. And I've found that to be the case a lot. Mm. Sometimes when I have an expectation on something's going to be this great thing, it's like, you know, not so great. Mm. <laughs> when I think, you know, it's just amazing. You just let God work in your life, show up, be there, and be mm. present, I would, mm. I would say would be the, the takeaway for us. That's great. Well, thank you all for being willing to come up here and share a little bit about what it means to follow Jesus as a family. I know it's a big uh, ask to have you come up here and sit in front of everybody, but uh, we're just thankful for your honesty and candor and uh, model of faith. We appreciate it. Well, let me pray as we end our time here uh, before we sing our next song. Father, thank you for the Cunningham family and how uh, you're working in their life and uh, how you have shape them as a family to say yes to the invitations that you put before them. Lord, I pray that we would be people who show up, get involved, and make our lives open to you, that you might do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. We give you our lives, our hearts, uh, our souls, and our minds this day. And we ask that all in Jesus' name. Amen.